Welcome back, episode 20, Nitty Gritty Sports Talk Radio. I go by the name of Roscoe English, and of course I'm here with the flock. Got my guy Keys with me. My guy Nick. What's up, what's up? How you guys doing today? And of course, last but not least, Keith PJ. Can't complain, can't complain. Today we have a special guest, video producer for ESPN, Courtney Smith. Courtney, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Welcome, welcome to Nitty Gritty Sports. How you doing? Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. I'm doing well. I'm just excited to be here. Um, let's get straight to the interview. So um, for our listeners who don't know, who was Courtney Smith? Um, so I am originally from Frederick, Maryland. I am, uh, I don't know, who is Courtney Smith? <laughs> but no, I went to Towson University, graduated uh, class of 2016. Um, from there, just kind of started working a little odd jobs in television a little bit. You know, until ultimately I um, got a job with ESPN about two years ago in December. Um, you know, it's been, it's definitely been a ride. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm just a, a hardworking black woman trying to, who loves sports, is just trying to make a name for herself out here. That's who I am. I hear that. I hear that. So, uh, local girl, talk to us about your time at Towson University. Yeah, so um, I went to Towson from 2012 to 2016. Um, I was very active on campus. I, I joined um, Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, the Lambda Beta chapter, my junior year. Um, I worked for the athletics department from my sophomore year to my senior year. You know, just like I, I had my hands in pretty much everything at Towson. I was part of the BSU, the Black Student Union. I was, you know, did, joined sororities, worked, did did just about everything you could you could try and do in college. I tried to make myself a pretty well-rounded student. It was honestly some of the best years of my life. I made great friends, met amazing people, was able to you know get my name out there, you know even back then. So I definitely miss Towson. It's been a couple years since I've been back, but I, I loved it. That's what's up. So Courtney, you briefly alluded to working with the athletics department. So where does your love for sports come from? Yeah, so my dad, um, we always, you know, that was always something that we bonded over. My dad is, he's definitely a very man's man and he loves sports, football in particular. He is a diehard Cowboys fan. Him and my mother both are. And I love to give them lots of grief because I am not a Cowboys fan. And honestly, that's kind of just where it started. We love talking trash to each other. Like during football season, every Sunday, it seems like we're on the phone all day, just talking smack all day. So what made you not a Cowboys fan? You know, I was I was raised a Cowboys fan. And then around like age 11, 12, I was like, I want a new team. And that was when that was when the Carolina Panthers first started getting good originally. And they were my favorite colors. And that was when I first really got hip to Steve Smith. And I was like, oh, he's little, but he's a dog. 
And he became my favorite player, and ultimately that became my team. And I've been riding with the with the Panthers now for, you know, like 13, 14 years. So I'm here. <laughs> okay, cool. So uh, what are your expectations heading into the season with Teddy Bridgewater? Who? So I'm torn between what I want to happen. <laughs> Not even what I want to happen. I'm torn between, you know, wanting – wanting the Panthers to do well because that's my team and wanting the Panthers to have to pay for doing Cam the way they did Cam because I love Talk Cam. Talk about it. I, I love Cam. And, and granted, you know, injuries did end up piling up, but when I look at, you know, the nine seasons that he played for Carolina, we can't, we can't just – I don't know. I, I don't think we could have just wrote him off the way they did. I didn't think it was right. I didn't think it was fair. I understand that at the end of the day, the NFL is a business. I do get that. But I also think that he's the only MVP the Carolina Panthers have ever had. And Talk about it. you just release him. <laughs> like, you just release him in the middle of a pandemic when he can't even, you know, get to get to go get a physical for teams to really be able to look at him and get their hands on him. I just thought that they could have handled that situation better. I wish they would have handled that situation better. And I kind of want them to have to get their karma for that. And it's nothing against Teddy Bridgewater because I really do hope that, you know, he makes his team his own. And I do hope that they do have success. I want him to be successful. But I want Dave Tepper and Marty Herney and Matt Rule to have to really sit with what they decided to do. Talking about Nate. Yeah, she's she's not playing. <laughs> she is not playing. It don't sound like you got much faith in Ted. I mean, I have I have faith in him. I have faith in it. And I mean, I feel like our offense is at a point where he doesn't have to do a whole lot. Christian McCaffrey does everything. everything. And then you know, we saw last year we saw DJ Moore really turn up in in an offense that, you know, never really had a, a real true number one. And then, I mean, they, they brought Robbie Anderson on and him and Don't Matt Rule. Yeah, yo, yeah. I, I love Curtis Samuel, too. But, you know, like, and that's the thing, that this offense, honestly, I wish I could have got to see Cam play with this offense because this is the best This is the best offense weapons-wise that Carolina, honestly, I'd say that they've had in ever. <laughs> like, like you know, they're definitely – you know, I mean, I, I love Greg Olson, too, and I was I was sad that they did him the way they did him, but I think he's going to go and do whatever he needs to do for Seattle. But I wish that we could have seen Cam play with this offense. But I think that Teddy's going to – I honestly, I think Teddy's going to be just fine. I think the NFC South right now, it's just not a good time to be in the NFC South because now Tom Brady's there. Drew Brees has a big chip on his shoulder. And then, I mean, the Falcons, you can never completely sleep on the Falcons. They ended up turning up at the end of last season. So, you know, it's – He's got his Teddy definitely has his work cut out for him, especially with this new off season that we're that we're looking at. You know, he's definitely got his work cut out. Yeah, for sure, Courtney. So I'll just I'll just mention uh, recently Carolina had a had a Twitter poll, and the Twitter poll was to name the the greatest Carolina Panther, and it had uh, Julius Peppers, Steve Smith, mm-hmm. Luke Kuechly. No mention of Cam. So there's definitely some bad blood between. Cam and the Panthers, but, you know, that happens. But let me ask you this. Um, you mentioned the NFC South. 
but as far as your Panthers, what is your early season prediction for your Panthers, given the landscape, given you know the players you know that's going to be on the roster? What, what do you think they're going to do this year? I think realistically, they're a seven and nine team, and I wouldn't be mad at that. I wouldn't be mad at that because I think I think we do have a couple things on defense that they're going to have to get together, but. I think that we're, we can beat the Falcons once. I think we can beat. I think that we can beat the Saints once. I think. I think we played the Chiefs, and like I, I feel bad. I just feel bad that we even have to play the Chiefs. But <laughs> I, I think that they can because you know, even even last year before we got exposed against the 49ers, they were on a roll. They were on a roll, and then they just ended really badly. So I think if they can just kind of keep things together and you know, use Christian McCaffrey the way that they can. And I think Robbie Anderson was a was a great addition. Like I think I think defense is gonna be the thing that we're gonna see what happens. But I mean Brian Burns is a dog. I'm I'm excited. Like it even though Cam's not on the team, I'm still excited for Carolina Panther football because I think that this is gonna be a good team. I see seven and nine this year and then I see next year, you know, just, just getting better as the team continues to mesh together. I think that they are gonna be a playoff team in about two, three years. Optimistic outlook. Um so Courtney, <laughs> let's tra- let's transition to your professional career. For those who don't know, you manage and create original content for ESPN studio shows. What is it like working for the worldwide leader in sports ESPN? Yeah, ESPN is is a dream, man. Like working for ESPN, it it has it's honestly it's 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 not what you think it would be, but it's so much fun because you are you're constantly surrounded by sports. And as a person who loves sports, you really can't beat that. And then you're constantly surrounded by people who also love sports. So it's like every day there's every day there's another conversation. There's another argument about who's the greatest of all time, who's who's better, MJ or LeBron. Like these things, the the, the way that you know you guys talk with with your friends, you're getting to do that at work. And like you can't, you really can't beat that. Like I will say, there's a lot of pressure that also comes with it. And I mean. Their headquarters is in Bristol, Connecticut, which is anything but ideal. <laughs> but the job itself, you know, they have a they have a pretty good culture, and you know, you everyone that works for ESPN for the most part isn't from Connecticut, so you know, you bond with people and you kind of become a little family because you're all in a new place, you know, just just chasing your dreams, and that's what my myself and my friends what we bond over. And not every day is you know perfect. Not every day is, oh, I work for ESPN. The novelty definitely does wear off, especially when it's 3 o'clock in the morning and you've been at work for almost 16 hours. But, you know, I'm, I'm definitely thankful for this opportunity. I'm, I'm definitely going to just use this as much as I can to get to wherever next I'm trying to get in my career. Contributed to, and what are your, some of your personal favorite shows to be able to? Yeah, so when I first started at ESPN, I worked on Sports Center at night, um, and I was in highlights. So that's pretty much where everyone really starts out. If you're uh, if you're in production, 
Um, and then from there, I moved on to the NFL team and I worked on NFL Live. And that's currently what I do in the off season. And then during the season, I work on Sunday NFL Countdown. So, um, you know, it's it's been two years and I've gotten to see a good little bit of, you know, how things work at ESPN and the different way the different shows work. Um, I'd say my I'd say my favorite was definitely working on Sunday NFL countdown that allowed me to create pieces that I would have never created anywhere else at ESPN. Um, it definitely has its workload. It, there's being, being a part of countdown. It's, you know, 22 weeks from week one to week 22 and pretty much every week is almost 60 hours. So you, you gotta be strapped in, you gotta be ready to be on that ride and to ride it out. But it definitely, I think that is my favorite show to be a part of just because of all the things that I got to do and all the things that if I stay on this project, I will get to do, including traveling, including interviewing. So it definitely is, is my favorite show to be a part of. So um, tell us a little bit about what goes into producing a sports-related piece. Yeah, so... So, so I, I guess there's two ways that you can go about it. It can either be an idea that you have or, a, or something that's assigned to you. And I've gotten to work on both sides of it. I've gotten to create pieces that, you know, were, were completely my idea. Were completely from, you know, me pitching the idea in a meeting um, to finding the video, picking the song, um, you know, all of that. And then there have been on countdown where we get assigned pieces. So, you know, I've, I've gotten to create, I, th I think my favorite, I think my favorite piece that I created, one that I was, I'd say my top two that I was the most proud of. Um, I want to say it was maybe week 14 or 15. The Eagles had just had like another really bad loss. It was, I think after they had lost to the Dolphins and Things were just kind of looking bleak, and it was like, all right, y'all y'all got to get it together if you want to take this spot away from the Cowboys. And I got to create a piece that, you know, kind of focused on their underdog mentality, but also, you know, got, got to show, you know, that they're not just going to lay down and die. They're not just going to roll over. And, and that was, for me, that was fun because although I hadn't pitched that piece, I like the Eagles and I like I like a lot of their players and I like their mentality. And I guess a piece that I got to pitch, um, one that I cut, it was about Travis Kelsey and his style because like we all know he's he's always wearing something very fashionable and I got to kind of put that together and pitch it and decide how it was gonna be executed. And that was a lot of fun because it was my idea. I see you with the producer credit, so let me ask you a one-off. Um, you mentioned the Cowboys and the Eagles last year. How did your family take to the Cowboys uh, collapse? Oh my gosh! So my older sister is an Eagles fan. So it's um the whole season. My dad, the entire season, my dad would call me. Well, I mean, we're still number one. We're still in first place. We're still in first place every week, even after they <laughs> lost three games like in a, a row. Sound like a couple we know. And it's crazy. We're still in first place. I'm like, okay, but y'all have a losing record. Is that are you really bragging about still being in first place when you have a losing record? And then for them to lose against the Eagles, 
I was like, I was like, oh well, y'all not in first place no more. So, so <laughs> what you gonna do? And then for the last week of the season, for them to play so hard against the Redskins, for them to demolish <laughs> the Redskins the way they did, I was like, yeah, y'all did all that, but the Eagles still won the division. It was, it was really funny. My dad, his his little bubble just was completely bursted and all we could do was laugh because he was talking trash all season. Yeah, it'd be like that sometimes, but let me switch gears a little bit. Um, so obviously as far as ESPN, they're known for great highlights and video elements that draw the, the viewer in. As a video producer, how do you determine what will keep the viewer engaged and what won't? Who? So honestly, that is a lot of trial and error and practice. So for my whole, so I started at ESPN in December of 2018. I was working in highlights until July, August of 2019. So it had almost been a full year working in highlights. And honestly, the first couple of highlights I did, they were not that good. Because, <laughs> you know, you didn't really know what to look for. And then you you kind of get more reps under your belt. And you know that my favorite thing to find is, are reacts. Like, I love after, after you know, LeBron does a, a major dunk for to see the fans in the background going crazy. Like, I had, um, I want to say this was March of 2019. I had a... Hornets Raptors game and Jeremy Lamb hit a buzzer beater 48 foot and you know before but like as I was you know cutting the highlight of the game it was just a pretty regular schmegular highlight of whatever the game was and then but you have to be ready for something crazy like that to happen to change the entire to change your entire highlight and and that's what that's what happened my my highlight was you know done and then he hit the buzzer beater and it's like okay let me delete everything that i already did because this is the story now so you have to be able to figure out what the story of the game is like that's that's the number one thing you have to figure out what the story that you want to tell is and then you know then you can go from there and you can make it cooler from there so you know i had the buzzer beater and then i was was able to find the radio call from one of the Charlotte um, radio stations. And it was crazy. It was such a good radio call. And then I was able to, you know, get the fans in the background highlighted so you could see just how crazy everyone in the stands went after he hit this buzzer beater. And it's just, you know, making sure that you're not missing anything, making sure that you're looking at the whole picture, that you're looking at, okay, how can I make my highlight better? I have the story of the game. Now what can I add to it to make it even better? So I definitely like that's that's something that only comes from reps. It only comes from practice and trial and error because the beginning definitely I was like, am I ever going to get good at making highlights? And then, you know, by the end of it, I was creating stuff that, you know, people were seeing and, and games that were actually, you know, making it to air. So it definitely, you know, took some time, but I got there and, and creating highlights. It's, you know, it's the first place you start at ESPN, but honestly, it's one of the most important building blocks foundation to be able to tell a good story. So Courtney, what's your most memorable moment working at ESPN? Last year, I got to salsa dance with Victor Cruz in the ESPN cafeteria. And that salsa was better. Oh, my salsa was way better. <laughs> you know, that's the, that's the guy right there when it comes to salsa. So, okay, we'll see. 
Yeah, that was that was definitely a good time. Um, I guess a second runner-up would be like first the first time I got to actually talk with Randy Moss because he works on Sunday Countdown, and uh, I, I got to actually talk to him and you know ask him a couple questions, and he was a really down-to-earth, really friendly guy and i i didn't know what i was going to expect but i was happy that he, he was friendly so what what are a few pros and cons of working on live television mm. i'll start with the pros um the pros are that it's a very fast-paced industry every day is something new like if you're bored then you're just not utilizing your time right because there's always something that you can be doing or learning and um it's i, I like fast pace i like n not just having that regular nine to five sitting at my desk um and then i guess uh another pro would be you know getting to do something that not everybody gets to do like most people can't say that they you know work in live television like that's definitely something that I, I've always worked towards and I always knew I wanted to do. So the fact that I'm doing it, like I'm definitely very proud of myself and you know, I'm thankful for the opportunities that I've had to put me in this position. Um, I'd say a con would be that it is very fast paced. <laughs> so like there's no, there, sometimes you feel like you're putting out 50 fires. Like sometimes it is a lot. Sometimes you wish you could just kind of sit back and take a breath, but you don't really have time to do that. Um, another con would just be the hours. Like your, my original shift when I first started at ESPN was 4 p.m. to 1.30 a.m. And like, there's, I mean, there's not a whole, granted, there's not a whole lot you can do in Connecticut or in the part of Connecticut that I live in already, but like your free time is from whenever you wake up until when you go into work at 4 p.m. <laughs> so it's like, ah, what, what, what are you really doing with your day? But, you know, you get, you get used to it. And then now I work, right now I'm working a regular nine to five, like during, especially during the off season, I, I, Sometimes I get off before five. Sometimes I get off at three, and then I have the rest of the day to do with whatever I please. Absolutely. So, um, you spoke about being in a fast-paced environment. You work under strict deadlines. Explain what's the pressure of meeting those deadlines day in day out. Um, I guess like the main thing that I tell myself, even when it does come to those deadlines, is that. I don't have a job in which if I mess something up, someone will die. Like I'm not a doctor. I'm not a firefighter. I'm not, this is not a life or death job. And reminding myself of that definitely helps me deal with that pressure. Like I definitely have, you have to have a sense of urgency. You have to be on the ball and you have to be on it. But it is important to remind yourself that no one, no one is going to die if something doesn't turn out perfectly. And being able to remind yourself of that, I think, is the best way to be able to deal with that pressure. Like for myself, I, you know, keep a um, I keep a planner so I know when things when I have to get things done. And then I've, I've always been pretty good at time management. But, you know, that's, I think, the most important skill that you have to be able to have in this line of work, because some days are a little slower. But, you know sometimes everything will be hitting at 
at one time and you have to be able to maneuver that you definitely have to be very flexible like um i guess an example of you know some something that you know made the whole world explode last year when the raiders cut um antonio brown like the day before the season started like we had already had our whole plan of what that first week of countdown or what that first show on countdown was gonna look like like and then they released him and literally the whole show i remember it was like i want to say they released him at like one or two o'clock and my day you know i thought i was going to be able to leave work at five and it was like ha never mind <laughs> like because now you have to redo the whole show everything you've done now has to change and you have to be able to to do that you have to be able to to maneuver and be able to pivot and not just fall apart when everything changes because if you're if you're the type of person that can't deal with changes on the fly this is definitely not the industry for you because you can think that your show is going to go one way or that your piece is going to go one way and then things can completely change and you have to be able to adapt to that. So do you all um, begin to work on pieces now for the season or is that something that you guys do kind of closer to the date? Um, so Given so things like features. Yeah. Yeah, so things like features, like um, they definitely already have those planned out um, as much as they can be. Now, if things end up changing, like I'm sure, I'm sure going right now, they're already working on some kind of Lamar Jackson feature, some kind of Patrick Mahomes feature, some kind of Tom Brady feature, some kind of Drew Brees feature. You know, the big names, they already have those planned out. They already really know, you know, we have the schedule, so we know what the big games are going to be on what week no, but right. you know then i knew you were going to say that <laughs> no i'm sorry Gordon. i'm sorry <laughs> I, you know, i'm so sorry but no he might get a fe- he might get a feature he might get a feature <laughs> you know that look if anything i think mike tomlin deserves all the features in the world he's he's definitely my fave but you know those are things that they already have planned out but then you know during the season you get some breakout stars and it's like okay we didn't expect, like I'll say, Aaron Jones was not a feature that they had in mind going into last season. And then he had a really, really good year. And it's like, okay, we need to do something on Aaron Jones. So, you know, then we start pitching stories and we start, you know, researching. And, like, I, I know for me, like, my – I remember, you know, around the time that Minka Fitzpatrick really started to start balling for the Steelers. I started pitching feature ideas for him because I was like, you guys are going to need something, especially if the Steelers were able to have made the playoffs last year. There would We would have 100% needed a Minka Fitzpatrick feature, and I had an idea in mind. So they definitely already have some things planned out, but then once again, like, you never know who's going to be the story of the season. You never know who's going to be – that kid that you know just starts balling and now he's who everyone talks about and we have to come up with something for him for sure for sure so you guys might as well just get the hollywood brown feature you know conceptualized and get that get that ready because you know he's coming but um let me uh switch gears you know unrelated but related question talk to us briefly about your internship with wbal here in baltimore 
Yeah, so I actually worked for WJZ and WBAL my senior year of college. Uh, in the fall, I worked for WJZ as their sports intern, and, you know, it was an awesome experience. That was my first time ever working for a television station. So, you know, seeing how things worked, seeing how, you know, seeing just how live TV is actually run. Because before that, I had just been working for the athletic department. I had just kind of seen what game days look like. And um, that was my first time, you know, working for a station. But, you know, WJZ is smaller. So when I got to WBAL, that was like the big station in Baltimore. And I was there as their sports intern as well. And um, I honestly, I had a, a great experience with both of them. WBAL allowed me... Um, to write more, they allowed me to really kind of actually produce their their night sports stories, and that was that was really cool because the time that I was working for them was was baseball season pretty much. It was it was baseball season had had just started. I started working for them in February of 2016, so it was like end of basketball season, start of baseball season, and. Orioles, you know, before they were bad like they are now, they, they were doing pretty well. So, like, I had to – I wasn't as familiar with baseball, but I had to familiarize myself quickly. And they had a lot of good people in their producer roles at WBAL to be able to teach me uh, just, you know, how live – TV works and to allow myself to get my hands dirty. And I really enjoyed my time there because I got to actually really produce some pieces and I wouldn't have been able to do that really anywhere else. Definitely. So Courtney, where do you see yourself professionally in the next 10 years? Ah, I see myself working for either the Ravens or the Redskins or the Wizards in their in their communications department as a producer slash reporter. Like that's what I see. I see myself producing awesome content. My my big thing is I love telling stories. I wanna tell I wanna tell the stories about the guys on the team that you might not even really know about. I want to tell their stories about how they grew up and, you know, what they love to do in their spare time. Really so those great. are the stories. Yeah, like th those are the stories that I want to that I want to tell. So that that's what I see myself doing. I see myself in a role where I can pick the kinds of stories that I'm telling about these athletes. That's awesome. Do you still have some? Oh, Do you still have some of the videos that you produced? Uh, for for ESPN. I wish I still had the videos I produced for WBAL, but those were on a computer like oh, okay. five, five years ago that crashed. And yeah, but I definitely. Um, so it, you guys can follow me on Instagram at uh, CB Smitty 94. I actually have one of the little highlights and it's I think it's called my work. And it has like a little football symbol and it's pretty much okay. got everything that I cut for the NFL season um, this past season. So uh, every week, you know, we're given an assignment and I always upload whatever I made to my Instagram so people can see it. So that's definitely, I think, the best way to get to see some of the work that I've made. Oh, I'm definitely checking it out. Thank you.
for one last question, Courtney. We yeah. ask every guest, so who's in, who's out? But this week, I'm going I'm to switch it up. I'm going to test your fandom. Okay. Mike Vick in his prime, Cam in his prime. Ooh. <laughs> ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, that's hard. That is hard. Wow. Wanted to see where your head was at. I mean, Mike Vick in his prime was a dog. Like he, there wasn't anything he couldn't do. And I mean, like I, I love Cam. I love Cam. And I mean, Cam did a lot. He did a lot. But I don't think, I don't think he did as much as as Michael Vick did. Michael Vick broke every record in the book. And I mean, Cam Cam broke a lot of records too. I'm gonna have to take Mike Vick, but I I already know my pan, my my fellow Panthers fans are gonna probably drag me after this. <laughs> but I'm picking I'm picking Mike Vick, and it's his birthday, so I'm picking Mike Vick. I respect that. I respect that. So Courtney, we at Nitty Gritty, we uh, thank you for giving us your time today. We'll be looking out for your work in the next coming season, and you enjoy your evening. Yes, thank you guys so much. This was amazing, and you guys are doing just just something awesome, spotlighting people that you know are are doing something out here and that are local. Like this is a, a great platform, and I really appreciate you guys for inviting me to come on here. Oh, we appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Brand activations, business openings, recently engaged during any life event that deserves a celebration. Start planning with Penn Jones Events. Owner and principal planner Paige guarantees a fun and stress-free planning experience. Managing every event aspect, including budgets, timelines, vendor negotiations, event design, and more. Penn Jones Events is a full-service wedding and event planning company based in Maryland. We curate extraordinary events tailored to you. Let's start planning today. For a free 30-minute consultation, visit ppjevents.com. Let's get it. Who's in? Who's out? Your niggas on Hall of Fame. Hell no. Am I the one to blame? That's a no. Hell no. Am I on Hall of Fame? That's a yeah, nigga. Definitely on Hall of Fame. All right, we got another start bench cut this week. Steph Curry, Damian Lillard, Kyrie Irving. Why you be doing the doing this to us? Why the air horn? Hey, cuz that's the hey, hey. <laughs> who y'all cutting? I think I know who I'm cutting. And that might not be popular. I know who you cutting. Or do I? No, nah, I don't think you do. Mm. I'm cutting Steph. Wow. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Go into that, because that's controversial. <laughs> cutting Steph. You cutting Steph. Steph. Cutting Steph. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, but see, Steph. but see, Skull, I, see, I, I, think, I can, Skull, beside, beside you, beside you being a Steelers fan, I think me and your sports views line up a lot. I will cut Steph, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm cutting Steph. I know what's the other team can do in the fourth quarter. I, I, fourth quarter. I, I, I just, I just think. You got to get to the fourth quarter. Yeah. I just think, like, when, overall, I think overall, like, you know, defense, everything, he's, he, he's probably the weakest link out of them three. Don't get me wrong, he's, he's the best you ever to do it. But I, oh, I, yeah, I mean, for sure. That's that's a tough. That's tough. Yeah, I, 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 
And Nick, and Nick, when you say you got to get there, the other two can get you there. Yeah, the other two can get you there. <laughs> yeah, I so mean, we, it ain't no yeah. So no, the other two can get you there. This is playoffs, right, Sco? I mean, you make playoffs, regular season, regular season, regular season definitely. <laughs> like, you start carrying the regular season for sure. All yeah, right, playoffs. You added that little, that that little playoffs, caveat. Playoffs, I lean towards possibly benching them because the other two are straight dogs. But even still, that's the greatest shooter. Like he can change a game like that. So I ain't, I ain't I ain't gonna be too quick to blow stuff off. Wait, hold on, so cause, cause Keith, I'm about to I'm about to get I'm, sorry. I'm about to get Sco because he always say, uh, you know, he always he always talking about Kyrie this, Kyrie that. He said I say a lot. You know what I mean? What? Talking about Kyrie this, Kyrie that. So you you trust Kyrie in this situation, right? As far as you know, to bench Steph, you would trust Kyrie in regular season playoffs more, right? Yeah, I didn't say I was starting Kyrie. I just know I'm I'm, I'm starting Dame. I'm a bench Kyrie and I'm cutting. So, so when we when we have our when we have our conversations about Braun and you always say Kyrie <laughs> never won lie. anything without LeBron. You God. said he was a lottery team person. You know he's he, he, losing records before Braun and then after mm-hmm. Braun, you point out you know the teams he was on and how the Celtics mm-hmm. were better without him and the Nets were better without him. These came out of these words came out of your mouth. Yeah. So just yeah, just explain that to me as far as. <laughs> Steph being cut and Kyrie on the bench chilling. I would get a lot of shots too if I played with Clay and well one if I played with Clay. I would get a lot of shots too. They both help each other out. I remember I remember Steph without Clay. Couldn't even stay healthy. So so Kyrie without Braun is is what? Because I remember, listen, he was you, an all star without you, you Braun. He was an all star without Braun. They just didn't lead the wins. But he was an all star without Braun. They just didn't lead the wins. Okay, all right. I, I just had but to see how you was feeling today, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. But now fourth quarter, y'all tell me who you who 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 you going with? Because the guy that I benched, I mean the guy that I benched versus the guy that I cut, he splashed one of his eye for a ring. I mean, one of the greatest shots in NBA history. And the guy that I cut went behind the back on a baseline in game seven for a turnover. And and on an island got locked down by Kevin Love. Yeah, but you, as you mentioned, think, as you mentioned, I, without Braun, you know what I mean? You know, <laughs> Kyrie hasn't. He was an all-star. Like, yeah, no, he, he was an all-star. They just didn't lead the wins, but he was an all-star. But I see where you're coming from. Let's not forget that Dame Lillard 3-2. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, night. Dame was starting over both of them. Man, that first round three. Can y'all stop? For, all right, come. All right, y'all. All right, I get, I get, I get y'all, and I respect y'all. But yo, for real. <laughs> okay. We doing first round threes now, buzzer beaters. You not holding no weight into that? No. <laughs> I mean, it was cute. It's they cute. went home in a couple weeks. In the conference finals, yeah, to shot. a clearly that, better that, team. That, that's a big shot. I, 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 I it it is Kyrie, a big without shot. Kyrie BS, without Kyrie BS, I think we Kyrie is just he's just a better player. I to me. think he's Kyrie just a, he's the, to me. I, th- I mean, yeah, now Kyrie's he is. BS without is like taking away. His B- That's what I'm saying. Right now, I'm I'm probably leaning towards benching Kyrie. So we talking about the overall whole career. We talking about right now. Like first start that regular season, then we playoffs. Then like, what do we? What's, I was what? just talking about right now. Right now. 
Yeah, probably gonna bench Kyle. Yeah, well, right now I was, I'm, I'm going to start Dame right now. I'm a. What we talking about right now? I'm starting Dame benching Kyrie, benching Steph, and I'll cut Kyrie. But if we talking about overall, then it switches up. It switches it for me. No, I'm respect. I think I'm thinking. Y'all already know where I'm coming from. Dame on the bench. I got him in, in my holster. Steph, you know what I mean? I need him to go get me 40. And Kyrie, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll be all right. That's my guy, though. Don't get me wrong. That is my guy. But Sco try to make it hard on us today. <laughs> hey, man, I'm running. I, you, it's Hall of Famers is running short, man. They running thin, man. They running thin. I got to I gotta come up with these questions that will get the mind going. And we are best when we are arguing. We are at our <laughs> – we are best when we argue. Wow, so that's exactly. that's all. That's all. Um, yeah, I ain't like that little Ben Roethlisberger dig, man. That was unnecessary. You see how I get attacked, Keith? I was just cur- I was just curious to see if, <laughs> yeah. if if maybe Ben was viewed in that light nationally, but I mean apparently not. So. <laughs> nationally, come on, yo. I mean, we heard of, we heard her mention Big Trust Lamar. <laughs> no Ben. I mean, she mentioned Minka. So big ups to big ups to y'all, Scott. <laughs> All right, NFL. That's the article the other day didn't help him out at all. I didn't even read it, man. Nobody knew about it. What you had to read? What you had to read it for? Touche. Despite COVID numbers shooting up in some NFL cities, the NFL still plans to start training camp on time. What are your thoughts, fellas? Just get off of it. Shut it down. Yo, he's been pretty consistent like, though. Shut it down. Yeah, he has. He wants everything he's shut down. I don't think it's gonna happen though, Keith. Like, what do they? Yeah, that's definitely not. They definitely gonna play. It's too much yeah. money to be made. I mean, uh, at the end of the day, I'm in a. I'm. I can see shut it down because I'm in a position I am. If I'm in that position, I'm playing. Safe. I mean, it's too much money to be to leave on the table if we've been real about it. No facts. I just don't like how they're trying to do training camp all across the nation. Like, I would. Definitely. I'm, it, there's so many ways in which we could get a bubble situation where we at least have them in similar cities or at least in approximate cities. Like they still planning on traveling like it's a regular like it's regular times having training camps, you know, all across the country. Like, you know, every team's going to pick, you know, whether how many fans they have in the stands, if they have fans like it's too decentralized for it to work. I can see the season starting, but I don't see it finishing, but I hope I'm wrong. What's, what's, what, uh, what team do you think going to have 100? I think Jerry World going to have 100% capacity. <laughs> Jerry, uh, I can see it, but with Texas being as high as it is, I, I'm all right, I'm placing too right. much faith into humanity right now. You're right, Keith. You're right. Logic will say no. Logic will say no. Don't go. <laughs> he gonna but, be on the. He gonna be right. in the mansion, but the the ticket gates are gonna be open for sure. He's he's not being in that press box. He's too old to be there. He's high risk. He's like, yeah, y'all go ahead, risk. Oh, yeah. I'm, nah. Y'all nah. make me my money. I'm not, I'm... We ain't heard from um, Dre Jones in a long time. Ain't that Has he said keys? anything? Has he said anything? Like since March, have, have we heard anything from Dre Jones since March? We I usually hear him, him his, about everything. His right. silence. He's loud. always in front of a camera. I, it's, I, we haven't heard anything from Trey Jones. <laughs> his silence is loud enough. I've heard enough. Oh, okay. Pretty much. <laughs> okay, I, I feel you. 
But I mean, he's a what, a eighty something year old oil tycoon from the south. We know how he feels about what's going on outside. Pretty much. Um, yeah. So speaking to the fans, the NFL has yet to rule out having fans at their games, but they have agreed to tarp the first six to eight rows of each stadium and sell them to sponsors. So capitalistic league is going to find a way to make a buck. <laughs> I just want to know what, uh, like, what is that going to do? Like, this is worse than a Super Bowl commercial. You're just going to put my logo on some empty seats? What's that going to do? It's all about brand awareness. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> My thing is, I don't, I don't see the NFL with a clear-cut plan, and we five weeks out of training camp. But, but, but Nick, let's yeah. be realistic. Given the, given the, the owners and in, in their allegiance, I like what, how you said. What that. else would you expect? <laughs> Nothing. Not a thing. So, I mean, so it, it, it's going to be willy nilly, last minute, throw it together. So I mean, I'm I, like I said, the last couple shows I've been along the lines of key, shut it down because uh, it just don't look promising. And listeners, this hurts our heart. We we don't want this <laughs> at all. But it is what it is. Like you know, like can they do this safely? Can the because we have to protect the players. Somebody has to protect the players from themselves, right? Like they got to get this money. I get that, and then they just football players in general. So they look at things different. But somebody's going to have to protect these players. I think they will have a, a larger case. It's not enough players coming out speaking about safety. You got Zeke, who is a you can look at as a joke because. You were partying like it was 1999 and wasn't worried about your safety until you got it. And the next player that I seen speak on safety, I think the McCordy twins spoke on it, if I'm not mistaken, and Malcolm Jenkins. Yeah. That's only four people out of a <laughs> out of a league of a thousand plus. Like that is crazy. And you don't got like 12 to 15 rostered, you know, uh, player rosters in the NFL. Like, you got a lot of people. You got a lot of men on each roster. And you talking about traveling too? Yeah. Yeah, it's a 53 plus, what, another 30 with training and coaches. And that's a lot of people. Same thing about the NBA. Your star player gets COVID, gets, gets the wrong Now what? Oh, we're nah, gonna speak nah, on and that. And you, he, he's out. He's out for. He's out, out for whatever the, the two weeks, three weeks, and you go on a three-game losing streak, week eleven through fourteen, and you knock yourself out of the playoffs. I don't want to see that. I, I don't want that. I don't want. I, and I'm not even he's talking on, about the Raiders. He's I'm talking on about something. I'm talking he's about anybody. Something. I'm talking about anybody. It rather be you know the Steelers, Minka get it, you know Lamar get it, whoever that get it. I'm talking about across the league. One of these players get that COVID, and then they out for key games, a big rivalry game. They miss, you know, they out for the first round of the playoffs. What the hell? Like that's not that's not that's super fast. That's not that's not going. That's that's not. I don't I don't want to see that, and I'm pretty sure it's not a lot of people. It's not a lot of people out here that wants to see that. That's that'd be bullcrap if for real. Or could you imagine an outbreak, like a mini outbreak within the team? And it's like right. Lamar, exactly. God forbid, God forbid, Lamar, yeah. J.K. Dobbins and throwing a wide receiver or something. Like, yo, what are we going to do? 
we done. We'll be done. Speaking and, and speaking of an outbreak, like I mentioned before, you talking about dudes that hide concussions. What happens if they lie, they hide this that uh this positive test symptoms or symptoms? Yeah, yes. they hide it. They oh no, this is just the sniffles, this is the flu. I'm straight. We we know how football players are wired to get out there. And half of these athletes that you hear say that they have it, they always say they feel fine. Somebody is going to get it and push the limit. Right. And now and then I'm going to be with Keys. Yeah. They yeah, push man. the limit and everybody's going to sit. Let's hope let's hope uh there's better leadership cuz that's the thing about the NBA. I I have I don't have confidence in the situation, but I have confidence in the leadership. The NFL is just a little shaky as far as that's concerned. Speaking about pushing limits and leadership, the Lakers found themselves in a little hot water last week after it was said they were holding secret workouts. This week, Tom Brady finds himself in that same boat after holding workouts with some of his new teammates after the NFLPA said no workouts until training camp. Is Tom out of bounds for this, or is he just trying to get chemistry with his new team? Nothing wrong with this, man. Let them do what they want to do. I will say, if this was a different type of quarterback, it might be something wrong with it. But if it's Tom, it's straight. Who cares? Like I said, the same thing I said about the Lakers. Who cares? They grown, man. They want to go practice, and who cares? Yeah, man, I say have fun. Do you, man? If you want to go out there, like this whole thing, if you want to go out there, you feel fine, go do it. That's the thing. They had a few Everybody bucks else been it. working. Go they had do a few it. bucks uh, come down with it. I think a few bucks on offense, yeah. too. Come yeah, down with the run. It's like, you know, that news came out, and then 20 minutes later, you see me, <laughs> you see Brady uh, dropping back, throwing the, throwing the gronk. And it's like, all right, well, hey, you know. But to each his own. But you live in a state where people at the beach and people at the bars willy nilly. So. What's, what's, what's going out on the field to throw the football a little bit? So I, I ain't mad at Tom. I wasn't mad at Braun with the r- report that came out last week. They ain't the only people ain't doing it. Him. They ain't the only people. Only thing doing. stop Tom is his wife. That's it. And I don't think she got that much power. Um, NFL cancels and Hall of Fame induction and Hall of Fame game due to the pandemic. With preseason games being pretty much pointless, should the NFL just skip preseason? Being as though everything going on right now, and go straight to the season. You know how sloppy we want to be if they do that. Football already be sloppy for like the first. I'm about to say it's already sloppy. <laughs> so you talk about no preseason. They may not start playing football till till Thanksgiving. And then it's, not it's good. I think you gotta skip preseason, but yeah, injuries and sloppiness. And too many going. injuries, man. Yeah. It's gonna be too many injuries. I know a lot of people get hurt in the preseason, but if you skip that warm up set, that whole them four games, three games, there's gonna be a lot more, in, a lot more injuries, and that's where I've been this whole time. I don't want to see somebody lose their, lose that year, lose that season. In some cases, they might lose their career <coughs> because they're getting rushed back or because they don't got enough time to get their body right. Yeah, and then you gotta think about the guys who are trying to make the squad. So exactly. how can you well, really yeah, even they are done. showcase your talent? Yeah, yeah, they are done I'm for not this year. About this. I was about to say, yeah. Unfortunately. Like, this is a tough year for people like that. I mean, unless you're really um, studious on a Zoom call, but. (laughs) 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 Studious. (laughs) Studious is a funny Other than that, I don't. It's going to be tough to really show what you can do from a performance standpoint. 
this this year is going to have to be. Yep, go with what you know. Sorry, try again next year. I think there might be an opportunity for those type of players when, you know, people do, uh, you know, inevitably catch the Rona, right? Like, you're going to need somebody to, you know, replace them on the active roster or something temporarily. So, you know, players in good standings, you know, on the bubble of rosters and stuff, they might get those call-ups at that point. But, you know, not being able to compete for, for a job, not being able to show your stuff. And I'm sure training camp's going to be scaled back. They already talked about social distancing, you know, as far as working out and practice. So it's like, you know, how do you even get to it, you know? Yeah, these are crazy times, crazy times. Maybe they can expand the practice squad so these guys can still be in touch. Because if you out of sight, out of mind at home, you definitely not going to get a call. Maybe they can expand the practice squad, but Keith, you bring up a good point. Those bubble guys are in jeopardy for sure. In football, you can't lose a year. Years of football are precious. Yeah, they like doggy years. Yeah, you lose a year in football. <laughs> yeah, that might be that might be all, all she wrote for them. So um last week I lied. I lied last week. I said we would never talk about NASCAR again. <laughs> but things happened. So NASCAR brought in the FBI to investigate, in quotes, unquote, the noose-like rope hanging in the driver Bubba Wallace's garage for a potential hate crime. The FBI did a 15-minute investigation and concluded that the rope had been hanging there in the garage since October 2019 and said it's just a garage door pull. Can I get a you tripping? Hey, bro, come on now, dog. Come on, man. Like, bro, it's, it's, you going too far, dog. You tripping, dog. You tripping, dog. So I assume everybody's seen the picture, right? Yeah, I saw yeah, a picture of the news. Yeah, looks like a news to me. Um, for a regular door pull, I don't think you need to tie a knot like that. That's just me. Never watched a car race in a, a day in my life, but I just think just to pull a door down, you don't need to get that intricate with your tying of the knot. Number one, number two, why the hell is this just chilling from October 2019? Yeah, just willy nilly. Do y'all trust the FBI? Do you, do you, no, do you guys trust, trust the them. FBI in these times? <laughs> no. The FBI. You know, you know, administrations appoint leaders of these agencies, right? And they seemingly in the last four years only report to one person as opposed to reporting to the American people. What so, y'all believe it? They've been <laughs> Since the inception. And that's a fact. Since the inception. I mean, FBI why are they just chilling since October? 20 and and for you to say that it's no way that this could have been for Bubba because he was assigned the garage three weeks prior but fam if this has been there since 2019 somebody assigned this garage to him on purpose <laughs> yeah <laughs> so hold on so Na so NASCAR conducted their own investigation where they sweeped every garage area in all 29 tracks which contains 1,684 garage st stalls. 
they found only 11 total that had a pull down rope tied in a knot and only one news the one discovered one. on sunday in bubba wallace's garage <laughs> talk about it. But, but but people hear that the the fbi says it's not a hate crime and they start calling bubba wallace juicy smooth leg <laughs> i don't get it nah, like nah, it's, you it's saw no the picture i mean no the picture is there and to your point nick bubba wallace is not the one that reported that nascar reported it's so only that's not like they nascar is the one that called the, the investigation bubba wallace didn't yeah that's for so sure that's that it's yeah, somebody real, in the pit crew saw it real yeah somebody in the pit crew saw it and they said something nascar still has a problem on their hands because somebody tied that and I can guarantee you it was somebody that was helping push his car up to the front of the pole that Monday. Because, again, okay. how many people can Hopefully just get access creepy. to a garage? Who can just walk up into a garage? Like, these mechanics, these are, like, God-level mechanics. I'm sure they take their garage like a sanctuary. They're just not letting any stranger just walk into their garage and just start touching stuff without them saying, hey, what you doing in here? Somebody the on the inside tied this. Y'all saw the picture. What's the need of a pull down in that fashion? No, no yeah. It's, there is no. <laughs> what? There's no. Are y'all playing? <laughs> There's they no. playing with us, man. I also need Bubba Wallace to keep the foot on their neck, man. Don't just be satisfied that this noose wasn't for you. I know you've never walked in your blackness before George Floyd, but bro. You see now, you just another, you know what I'm saying? Don't just be satisfied. Oh, it's not for me. Okay, I'm straight. No, you're not straight. You're not straight. Get to the bottom of it. Get to the okay. bottom of it. Just don't be satisfied with the noose being there from October 2019. And it's not a so-called hate crime because it's been hanging there. Nah, no. <laughs> they say it's I need not you to a care a little bit more, Bubba. I just <laughs> need you to care a little more, Bubba. Crime. It's been hanging up since last October. What? That's even worse. <laughs> I mean, I was about to keep you tripping. <laughs> no, do it again. Do it again. Damn, bro, do it again. Come on now, dog. Come on, man. Like, brother, I think people are going too far, dog. You tripping, dog. Way too far. You tripping, dog. How do you even conduct an investigation that quick? School fights take longer to get to the bottom of that than what they took. How many people did you talk to? How long did you talk to them? Like, NASCAR, like I said last week, they're going to have an issue trying to take their sport. And when I, when I say their I mean, Confederate flag-loving people, they're, they're going to have a problem with this. Because those people don't find a problem with this. They're the ones that are saying, see, told you. Told you it wasn't anything. You can't brand a sport to a certain demographic for your whole existence and then think you're just going to take it away from them in a snap of a finger. Y'all going to have some issues. FBI, y'all think we stupid. Let's go into a commercial break. This ad is brought to you by Lavelle Body. 
Lavelle Body is an all-natural, handmade skin and hair care line for men, women, and children. So if your skin is dry, your hair is damaged, or your beard is having problems connecting, shop Lavelle Body today at LavelleBody.com or DM Lavelle Body LLC on Instagram. Again, that's LavelleBody.com or DM Lavelle Body LLC. Man, before we get into the NBA, I'm just saying, Bubba, you need a Russell uh, Wilson rebrand, man. You need a Russell Wilson rebrand. Go, go get you a black woman, dog. Go get you a black woman. All right. 16 out of 302 players headed to Orlando test positive for COVID. With all things considered, that is a low amount of positive cases. Did this give you some hope that basketball can safely return? Keys. It is what it is. It is what it is. No, I, I mean, it's it, it good that, it, you know, that it, the percentage is so low that, you know, but no, what am I supposed to be? It should be, if if I'm going to be, it should be zero out of 202. Like, that, that's that's how I feel about it. Like, why, that, that 16, just because it's 16 players, you know, that doesn't mean that. I'm sure by the time they go to Orlando, them 16 players going to be healthy and healed. But if another 16 players get it while you're in Orlando, then what? Pointless. Once they're in a bubble, everyone should be contained. Yes. That's the logic, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> if I'm healthy Hold when on, I get say, there. No, I was saying that the goal is to get them healthy to the bubble because once they're in a bubble, I guess they, they, they think everything will be contained at that point. Got you, got you. Well, then they talking about that you're free to leave the bubble. You just got to quarantine when you come back. Like, no, this ain't no, 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 no. This, this nah. ain't. I will tell you this, like I was alluding to earlier, the leadership is there, right? Like Adam Silver, the, the infrastructure they have in place, their common sense, I'm with all of that, right? But then you got to also consider where this is happening. Like a bubble within an outbreak in Florida is kind of wild. And then also, you know, player freedom. Like a lot of players, like I saw Kyle Kuzma, you know, partying with Winnie Harlow, like – some people are not going to be taking it seriously as far as, you know, keeping to themselves and staying out the way. Some people are going to be living their life, you know what I mean, which is cool. But, you know, when you're considering a whole NBA, a whole group of players, it's, it's going to be tough to keep everybody healthy. We'll see, though. I'm snitching if I see somebody leave, man. I ain't going to lie. You going to hit up the anonymous uh, hotline? Uh, yeah. Yeah, dog. What are you leaving for? What are you leaving for? Like, where's your discipline? <coughs> where's your discipline, dog? We got we got snacks here. We got DJ Nice over in the corner. Do they have a casino so you there? Was, you was twenty two and twenty three at one point. Come on, you trying to be outside? And now Man, Jordan was thirty five. How nice is this twenty two? I'm trying to go to university. How nice studios. is this twenty two and twenty three year old? Like, how nice is it? Jason Tatum. All right, come 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 back in one piece, Jason bro. Tatum take basketball serious, so he ain't. Yeah, that's true. See, 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 see. Nah, yeah, I'm not. It's the it's the 14th man at the end of the bench that's always gonna be the one trying to sneak out. The Kyle Kuzma's. Right, I keep going in on Kyle, <laughs> yo. This ain't a Kyle bench. He's gonna be the guy. He's gonna be oh, the guy. Yeah, Kyle be the guy. I know Keys still like Kyle. I can't stand him, so I like Keys. I like the energy. <laughs> Kyle's gonna be the guy. Jersey upstairs, man. For real? 
Long story, that four short, point game. Long, it it wasn't many options to choose from at that point. I wasn't getting a LeBron one, so we'll just keep it at that. <laughs> a- AD wasn't there yet. Yeah, AD, AD probably the next one we got. Yeah. Wait a minute, you would get an AD jersey before LeBron jersey, yo? Ah, uh, here we go. Probably. I'm just asking. I'm not even. I'm not trying to argue. I'm just asking. I'm just asking a question. Right. <laughs> that's it. Ain't no problem. That's that's probably like ninety five percent. I get a Derek Fisher before a Bron jersey. Yeah, I mean, I didn't look for D Fisher jerseys too, but yeah. <laughs> You've looked for. No, come on, man. Seriously, come on. D Fisher's a great Laker to me. He's a five time champ, and he's hit some big shots along the way. Orlando. Stop. He hit one big shot. No, he hit the shot in San Antonio. He had, he had a lot. He hit a lot. Orlando, he's he's hit count. He Derek Fish has hit big buckets. You might as well consider him for I, the Hall of Fame. He got five rings, go. Yeah, the way your theory is, go. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm a Braun fan. I his, rings is the last thing on my list as far as getting in the Hall. Derek Fisher is, is discredited. He 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 took his girlfriend. I mean his teammate. Girlfriend. He's just, he he gets no love on this show. No. Not even the no, he fact, took his. Fact, he was fact. he was looking. He was looking at his player's girl. Wait, what? Yeah, what? what was that? Tim, Tim Hardaway, Hardaway couldn't yeah, even bring yeah, his girl yeah, to practice. Yeah, yeah defense is Oh, Derek Fish is I'll be forgetting I'll be forgetting He's a nasty man. I ain't know that. Yeah, I'll be forgetting Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tim Tim said I couldn't even bring my girl to practice. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, defense is man. <laughs> my man Matt Barnes drove three hours speeding through California traffic. From Sac Town to L.A. <laughs> Oh man, that is hilarious. He said he drove from Sacktown to LA in three hours. Maybe it wasn't three hours. Yeah. It was some hours. <laughs> yeah, it took yeah, him a okay. minute. Took yeah. him. He, he I mean, was like he, he was to job, the middle. But I mean, hey, dang, it was an eight hour. Man, listen, he yeah. was motivated. I want more power to you, Barnes. I ain't you know, mad at you. Can you Shout imagine driving smoke. for that long and stewing for eight hours, just thinking about how you gonna piece this man up? Like you just thinking about, man. I'm, as soon as I see him, boy, it's a long time to be fired up. Oh yeah, you when, he, got when, mad. He, when he parked, it was on. Got mad, unmad, mad again. Pulled up, yo. Why am I even here? You done forgot, yo. Yeah, that's well, a now that drive. I'm here. Yeah. Oh, you. Let me, that's let me right. Do what I you. came to do. <laughs> you in the kitchen? That's why I'm here. So, um, the NBA and the NBPA have agreed to uh, stringent health protocols and making an emphasis to implement tangible social justice reform see guys you do more without with, with talking in, instead of just saying i don't want to play well we haven't seen anything done so i mean this is talking too you, you know what i mean in the we'll right see. direction we'll see <laughs> I, I have faith in the Dwight. nba though they, oh uh, that was my beef either. in the beginning with all of that, like, yo, y- y- y'all treating them like they the NFL. <laughs> like, they're they going to give you what you want. So is Dwight playing at Disney? Because hmm. wasn't the deadline this week? I think he's playing, heard of bro. it, huh? I, th- I think he's playing. But he always was saying he was on the fence. Uh, he Dwight never said, I know what I'm that not ring playing. Would do for him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, listen, a First ring, ballot Hall of Famer with no a question. ring now. Like, especially the adversity he's had the last couple of years, like, that would be the perfect bounce back. Would it, would it, shoot, shoot, would it shoot him up your 40 up up past where he is now on the list? The top 50? Yeah. Did we have him in the top 50? Or oh, he was out? We had him, we had him like, bottom, bottom he was like five. like 48. Yeah. Like, 48 to 50, that range. 
He shoots up. Like, yo, Dwight is, is his resume is, yeah. is is nuts. Like seriously, yeah. his, his resume is nuts. He's the only player to do a couple things. I'm glad to see that y'all agree. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that'll get him in the top thirty. A little bit more minimized. I mean, I think his agent talked to him. Definitely got in his head like, "Yo, yo, yo, you sure you want to do this right now? You just getting back in the league? They were saying positive stuff about you. They forgot about all the stuff that happened in Washington. All the, all the transgressions. (laughs) Transgressions. You sure you you don't want to play? Transgressions. I didn't forget that. But go get that ring, bro. So somebody that won't be getting a ring, Avery Bradley is the next player to say he won't be joining his team in the bubble, citing that he wanted to keep his family safe. It's free agent J.R. Smith, the likely replacement to fill that void that Bradley will leave on the Lakers. Nick and Keith. I mean, Nick. Oh, my fault, Keith. You Philly. I'm sorry. Nick and Keith. Keith, what's your opinion? What on J.R. on the situation? All of it. Um, the situation, I'm not mad at Avery Bradley, given that they said his son suffers from a respiratory issue. That's what he, that's what he said. Um, and that he, he, would, he doesn't think he'd be clear to come into the bubble um, after the first round. So given that you always go with your family, I'm not mad at Avery Bradley. Now to J.R. Smith, um, I'm not mad at J.R. I think J.R. can come in and he's got to come in to play defense. And, and J.R. plays defense, so I'm – I don't know if we drop off much by getting Jr. and Avery not being there. Um, he can shoot the ball, but um, I I I just always worry about his IQ sometimes. Is he always dead mentally? So, um, but I, I'm I'm not mad at the pickup if that's who we decide to uh, pick up with Br- with Bradley out. I'm I'm fine with it. So. So as far as Bradley, shout out to him. He chose his family, and he also said he's going to, you know, attend to social justice as well. So shout out to him for, you know, making a tough decision. Um, as far as Jr., <laughs> listen, uh, <laughs> I saw Jr. dap up Jason Terry on the bench, and him <laughs> dapping him up led to a basket on the other end. Like, it was sick. And then I saw him you know, the the infamous situation in the finals. So I don't think I want to see J.R. Smith and Dion Waiters on the same team at the same time. <laughs> I forgot we got Waiters because he never really played. Yep, because the season stopped right when we signed him. Yeah. So I don't know if I want Gummy Bear Man and J.R. Smith <laughs> on the same team. Like, that seems like it's too much. We would love to see it. We need somebody to fill that hole. So, who, hey, the so, entertainment. So, if you don't take JR, who would you take me? Yeah, I was about to say, if you don't take JR, I mean, you don't get no defense out of uh, Crawford. I don't know. I don't know if we need a a a, a replacement for Avery Bradley. We went thirteen and one without him. Like he wasn't like that integral. I mean, when you got LeBron and AD, you know, you just, you just need somebody to run with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they got they got enough. And they've been had enough. So, do they look at uh, Demarcus Cousins? You know, uh, you know that's obviously dependent on Dwight. But you know, Demarcus uh, said he's not playing. Well, his agent came out and said. Well, actually, he came out and said he's unsure. So, we'll see. But uh, the boogie just needs to sit down. I think he needs to sit down. Breaking news. What's breaking? Trey Young has announced that he has signed with Clutch Sports Group. 
We'll see you Tough. in LA in a few years. Tough. Money, future money move, young man. Money, money move, young man. Hey, Rock Nation and Clutch are about to go up. They were already going up. Don't get me wrong, but now when players are starting to realize what they are worth and how people view them, yeah, it's time for Clutch and Rock Nation to take over everything. Facts. Oh, they 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 letting players know they worth. They branding them. They making sure like when you seen when all of this pandemic stuff happened, how many players got paid through the pandemic and kept all their money. It was all clutch sports athletes. <laughs> like what these agents doing? Yeah, you mentioned that in a, in a in another show, but that that's a that's a fact. That's a fact. When um we're talking about guarantees and contracts and who's going to get paid what no matter what because of the clauses put in their contract, it was all clutch clients. Right? Rich Paul don't play. No, and that's why they hate him. That's why the NBA, that's why they that's hate him. That's the exact. That's why the NBA made the rule. That's why they tried to make the rule anyway. Goofies. They make rules about you. You're doing something right. You're doing can I give, something can, right. Shout out to before you move on. Before you move on, can I give Braun a compliment, Sco? As far as Braun. Throw, you know, like, throw another air horn. It's going to be a backhand. It's going to be a backhand. No, that's next. Of course it is. But not this one. <laughs> no, no. Ah, uh, I see. Seriously, I seriously, see. seriously. No, you can't. No, no, no. You can't do no. <laughs> no, Maverick Carter and Rich Paul, like. Like him, he hooped with Maverick Carter in high school, and Rich Paul was always a good friend. Like he put these these fellas in position, and and they and they are doing amazing stuff, you know, uh, with that position and platform. Like Rich Paul is a beast, Maverick Carter is a beast, and that's all from Braun putting them in position. He didn't hire, you know, he didn't hire David Falk, who was a power agent at the time. You know what I mean? He didn't hire, you know, uh, one of these, you know, industry. Um, What's the word for it? Just good old boys, you know, the ones that they tell you to hire. He, he was like, you know what? I'm going to put my peoples in position. And 10, 15 years later, now look at everything. You know, they got an empire now. They built a $100 million dollar media deal. Oh, yeah. yeah um, see, see, it's not all malice over here, Sco. Me and Nick. No, nah, I can keep it real about Brown sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, off the court. He wasn't even talking about basketball, though. I was about oh. to say it's all <laughs> You hear him, Keys? You hear him like, I ain't stupid. I'm not stupid now. Um, but you see why they were so irritated and in and, and disgust with Phil Jackson when he called him a posse. Like, nah, fam, we're not no posse. We making moves out here. I'm, I'm, I'm not in no posse. I'm, I'm not his flunky. Um, so shout out to Braun because he did put in his, hey, y'all going to go get something. Go get your education, and we're going to make it We gonna make it happen. So, speaking of Nick backhanded compliments, <laughs> to continue to continue the, the great discussion between the flock and myself, top five sm- uh, small forwards of all time. We need the long I want to like... hear. Can we? Uh... I want to hear. How you're hey, going to backhand compliment this man right now? Let's <laughs> go. I want to hear. It. I, I really want to hear you try. That I don't like being put them two in the Lakers category and then put me in my own. Oh, category. okay. This is basketball. I don't, I don't... Basketball. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> so now we not two, the flock. Two... Oh, so keys. We the flock. Yeah, you see how he gets. Thing. You see how he is. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't not be flocky the flock, now. But, but, but oh, I'm the, the Kendrick Perkins fans, right now. Division. 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 <laughs> Yeah. Hey, before we go to small yeah. forward real quick, have we heard from Ken- Kendrick Perkins this week? 
Nope. No, he's not calling anybody a bird brain. Okay. He only gets attention when he puts down a fellow brother. That's all he doing is tweeting. He in the tweets. He in the tweets. But, you know, they've been on Bubba Wallace. Yeah. Go ahead, Keith. LeBron should make both of these lists if we've been real. Oh, you see, you see the agenda. Oh, he ain't flocking. See the agenda. That's for sure. You see the agenda. That's what I'm talking about. You know what? He's not. He's not lying though. He's not lying though. But that's not. No, he's not. He's a top. He's top five. I mean, he might. He's probably number. He might be the fifth point guard. But he's a top five point guard. He's gonna be a top five assist. Ain't even the. He might be. He might be the third or fourth. Guys always want to put. We talking small forward. All right, all right, all right. Let's talk small forward. Then we'll get. Guards. Then we'll get there. Both then, both. then we'll get there. All right. So, all right. So who's number, number two? One le- one number one, Larry Bird. Why is he, why is he top, right. <laughs> Y'all fans, LeBron fans, is different. Who's so number we, two? Hold on, hold on. How you we said, said number one, bro? You said Larry was number one, Nick. Yeah, y'all don't agree. <laughs> like I said, who's number? Who's number two? <laughs> who's number two? Who's number two? That's who's number two? We okay. we know who number one is. Uh, number two is difficult because actually no, it's not difficult. Oh uh, yeah, it is. I can't put KD up there just yet. I think I have to go Bird. I think I got to go Bird. Doctor J's up there. Who was number two. one? Who was number you, one? I'm, I'm not saying who was right. number right. one. Right. He oh, who he should not be one. named. He went straight to two. All right. Man, I wonder if my soundboard. Yeah, I, I wonder I if my soundboard worked on this, man. You you playing? I can put, uh, I can see Bird at two, and honestly, I can see. When it's all said and done, KD gonna be two. That's a fact. Yeah. Where y'all putting yeah. Pippen? That third. Pippen and Jada. That J. third MVP. That third MVP is keeping KD. Jada J top five. That's the top five right there, Nick. I think that's the top five right there, though, Nick. Right? The five people you just named. Yeah. So no, I was in order though. Doctor J. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, and I don't know about the order. I don't know about the order, but I'm saying that they probably are the top five though. No, Elgin Baylor. Yeah, um, you know he didn't win. John he didn't win. <laughs> he was I a six I man. If we ain't doing it, but Russell, if we ain't doing it, but Russell, we ain't doing the check. Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't even know who yo is now. Absolutely not. I mean, that's a good find. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't know who yo is at all. He was, he, he was a six Scottie man. Would be in five. Who you got five, Keith? I said yeah. I think Scotty would be probably five. Talent wise, yeah, I'm. And I'm not Dr. putting Scotty over them. Four. That's fair. That's fair because KD's done enough to be top three at that at his position, and he's still ascending. Um, okay. Okay. So Kawhi Leonard. That was easy. I thought that was going to be Not yet. I, if he wins this not year, yet, I think not we got to have that conversation, though. No, not yet. So I looked up a top 10. They got what's, LeBron at one, of course. Who would say that, Keys? Oh, he's a robot man again. I can't hear him. <laughs> so they got, couldn't hear him. Why you had to say all that, though? <laughs> no, that's what he sounds like. He sounds like a robot. 
He went back to the flock with that one. I'm sorry. I'm not used to him being on my side. That's you see, you see how quick he threw you to the curb. <laughs> see, see that? He That's crazy. Team Lakers keys. That's crazy. Nah, never that. Not never that. They got Bird at two. Bird at two. KD at three. Dr. J at four. Elgin Baylor at five. Scotty at six. John Havlicek at seven. Adrian Dantley at eight. Paul Pierce at nine. He's definitely Kawhi tough. Leonard at ten. Listen, y'all would put Ka- Paul over Kawhi? No. Nah. I, I'm no. about to say. Uh, no. But no. yo, I, I but Paul has had a better career so far. Like like individual. But yeah, I, yeah individual. I mean the, the statistics probably, but I have the stats, um, yeah, but but Kawhi is two two time finals MVP. Yeah, if two I if teams. I look outside of if I look outside of the the black and white of it all, um, Paul was given that team from I mean, he was able to score and he played for some pretty bad teams too before that big I mean they they, they were playoff teams and then he had a stretch where they were horrible. They were bags to the game. When I look at Kawhi, <laughs> it seemed like Kawhi always been this. Pop was holding him back. Pop so who's to say what how many points he would have scored? If they didn't just tell him, yo, go play defense. Where? You saw what Lamar- LaMarcus Aldridge became. People forget LaMarcus when he was on the Blazers. Yo, his mid-range was nasty. He'd give you 50 from mid-range jumpers. Yeah, no threes. No threes. <laughs> like, no threes. And then he so, came I mean, to, you... He came to, you know, San Antonio. He was regular. Not regular, but he wasn't that. Nah, he was definitely. His, he had flashes. Yes, sir. You, you, I see you. Or what have you done for me lately? I heard what you said too. I just had to fill in that He's airspace. Back on the flock, it's all love. It's all love. You see how he, he sound real flocky in that voice. I heard what you said, Steeler boy. Oh yeah, the flock came out. You already know. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. Um, where you putting Paul? You putting Paul over K- uh, Kawhi? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't do that. I called game. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Um, Paul just so got on, the before points. You, before you Kawhi. move forward, before you move forward, Roscoe, uh, if Kawhi hypothetically, if Kawhi wins this year, no, he's third not ring. No, 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 no. Third ring. Oh, okay. Third time. See, you know, third time as Finals it? MVP. <laughs> of course. How high does he yeah, shoot? Yeah, so he feels threatened. He feels he threatened by him. Is what that just told. If he goes, no, if he, not if, especially if he goes, especially if he goes to LeBron, him, he definitely top five. If he goes to LeBron, him, top five to get the championship. Okay, he's over enough. Dr. J. Fair enough. He's over Dr. J. He'll probably be uh, number four. Fair enough. Cause talent, I just it's hard for me not to make KD number two just off of just raw talent. Nah, We've never two. seen anybody like him. KD's the only one I think talent wise that you could. I can't say he can. You can make an argument him versus Braun, but you can't consider anybody else really. You get what I'm no, saying? It's just like Braun yeah. is number yeah. one, but you can't. You can't really consider nobody else but KD. Barry, yeah, yeah but eh, nah, he wasn't Braun. Not, not, not for to, close. Not compared to no Braun. Not no Bird compared. Yeah, you're right about that. Not compared to no, no. Braun. Not no. Not no Bird. Nah. Matter of fact, when it's all said and done, it might be those three. It might be those. It might be LeBron, KD, and Kawhi. 
Like we got to be we got to be able to move away from the old guard and just being scared to put these new guys in front of. Yo, Kawhi, if he wins another MVP, Finals MVP, that's 3 with three different teams. He's over Bird. <laughs> Right, I'm not. I'm so, not. I'm not scared to move, move away from the old guard. I just want them to finish. The, I want the young guard to finish their career. They gotta do it. They yeah. actually gotta. Do yeah, it. I, just, I just want them to finish their career. I, I, I'm. Oh no, I ain't talking about be, us. No, I think they're gonna be. I think they're gonna be. You know, gonna end up with, have better careers than Doctor J and Bird. They just gotta finish them. Finish them strong. Yeah, yeah. I'm and I'm not talking about us here, but like right. when you, every the mainstream media when they make their list. How they oh, just yeah, automatically yeah, yeah. plug these old guys into certain spots without even, like, yo, we're not going to have this conversation? <laughs> like, right. really? we just going to, all right, bird, bird at three. Why? Wait, wait, bird at two. I mean, I know he got them three MVPs, but have y'all seen Kevin Durant play basketball? They probably were. And I know it's the whole if thing, but, I mean, if it's certain players that you can just drop them off in generations. Just drop them off and they'll be who they are. Kevin Durant is one of them. If if Kevin Durant was in the eighties, that wouldn't even be fair, dog. <laughs> like there's certain people, even LeBron. If you put him in the eighties, yeah, it's gonna be more physical. But do you really want to take an elbow from LeBron? Like if he gets mad, do you really want to play that game with him? Right. I mean, at the, he's six nine two seventy. If you want to stand Miami there, LeBron would. was different. <laughs> like I wouldn't. I mean, LeBron would eight, with him. LeBron with eight and eighties. Mainly, I mean, because of course, because he's LeBron. But they ain't shoot that many threes, so he definitely with eight and eighties. So. I ain't got to shoot. Are you crazy? <laughs> Bet. <laughs> Bet. I'm straight. Good money. All right. Let's get to the second list that he belongs on. So, you already agreed to it, Nick. You can't backtrack now. Nah, man. No, nah, I hear your point though. It's it's listen. It's he he can't be on both though. He could, I but think. he can't. He could. He could. <laughs> I think he can. He's that versatile. But y'all cheating. We not cheating. Blame God for that. I ain't do that. I ain't had nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's God given, man. I ain't had nothing to do with that. Right. Well, if he's not if he's not included, who would be your top five? All right. Magic number one. I agree with that. This two through five is gonna be difficult. Yeah. You got a you got a lot of people. You got the Stephs, you got the Stocktons, you got the Chris Pauls, you got the Oscar Robertson. Oh, hold on, are we including Oscar? Probably not. No, no, no. He's he's not a yeah. You got Jason Kidd, Isaiah Thomas, Steve. Yeah, I got Nash. I got Zeke at I would have Zeke at two. Zeke is two. Fair enough. Zeke is too. Um, depends on your preference. I do. It really depends on your preference. Me personally, I'm a Jason Kidd guy over John Stockton. I don't think you but can John go wrong Stockton. with the or- whatever the order is. I don't yeah. think you can go wrong. Yeah, yeah, point guard position been the deepest position probably through besides center through history. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, more than center. So no order, no yeah. order, no order. Just name five that you think right. is top five. Magic, yeah. Zeke, Jason, Kid, John, Chris Paul. Fair enough, man. I mean, I agree. I'm not I, mad I, at I, it. I can. 
can't be mad at that. I can I can that's a that's the list I can get behind, honestly. Wait, if there's no order, we just naming them five. I, I can say the five again to go. Magic, Zeke, Jason, John Stockton, Chris Paul. Stevie Nash might be an honorable mention, but I think Chris Paul with a ring is well. They both don't have rings, but I don't know. I just always looked at Chris Paul as the more cerebral player. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Better Steve, on defense. Yeah, he just had. Uh, it, it just was a different. It's just different. I feel like Steve Nash. I mean, oh, sorry. I, I feel like Chris Paul could average twenty five if he really had a different men- mentality. Like he's actually nice scoring the ball he just chooses to facilitate good point that's a good point i always thought steve nash was a product of d'antoni too i know he was nice in dallas but he took that that next step in that seven seconds or less and everything that was around him i don't want to take nothing away from steve nash i mean he was 40 50 94 times bums don't do that but yeah like you said nick it's preference it's preference uh, Chris Paul would edge him just off the strength that Chris Paul was a different type of point guard. He's not a he wasn't a assist. I don't want to reduce Steve Nash's system, but Chris Paul, any team you drop him on, he's mm-hmm. going to give you nineteen and ten. And in his prime, he might give you twenty one and you know what I mean, twenty one and, and eleven sure. or something with the steals sure. involved. This list that I pulled up. Chris Paul can get the top five. He can get the top five in assists. I mean, depending on how many more years we play. The way he the way he plays basketball, he could play for a little little while if he stay healthy. Like he is Yeah, health is always he, yeah. Health. He don't need athleticism, none of that. Like he knows how to play the game of basketball. Quarterback out there. Where? So it's crazy that we got magic that look, like like Braun got more assists than Zeke. Like that's crazy. Angry. Ron is a different breed. I can't stand him. I'm not saying no more. <laughs> I like. I love it, man. So we got Magic at one. Steph is at two. Yeah, you know how people are, they live in the moment, man. I'm not. The three rings. It's the three <sighs> rings and the best shooter of all time. They got the big O at number three. That's what I was going to ask. Is he considered a point guard? Or, yeah, or, he was a point. Okay. Nah, yeah, well, if he, he if point. he's a point guard, he has to be in the top five. Yeah, he was a point. I forgot, I forgot about the big. Well, I just because he he was you know he old, but yeah. If we counting him, then I'm taking I'm taking Chris Paul out. You gotta take Chris Paul out. Yeah, that's I mean that's, that's yeah. I'm taking Chris Paul out. I'm taking Chris. Because he averaged twenty five and ten. <laughs> twenty five, ten, Yo, and I, seven. Yeah, he was cheating. He was cheating. <laughs> I mean, he was on some bronze stuff back in the in in the fifties and sixties. Like that's that's nuts. Right. Um, they got Jerry West at point. They got him as a point guard. I always thought he was a. Wait a minute, wasn't he, he on was, the two guard list? Yeah, he was both on. He was both. Man, on, all right, Bron. All right, let's have this Bron conversation then. Where's yet? Because I that no nah. Jerry West is on two. Bron is on two. All right, who we taking out? Jason Kidd. Who we taking out? Keith, who we taking out? No, no, no. I, I want Keith to answer. Who we taking out, Keith? For Braun. For Braun Braun. <laughs> out of who is it? Zeke. O- Oscar. Oscar. Zeke. John Stockton. Stockton. Yeah, Jason Kidd. Yep. 
in uh, Magic. J Kid, okay. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay. Same with your head. I seen that, you know, if you can be unbiased about Nick, go ahead. Who you taking out? You 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 agree with your compadre? Uh I don't I don't want to include him in the point guard list, but if I had to, I would take out J Kid. I mean, if Jerry West can be on two lists. Because cause the way I look at point guard, right, like LeBron is a great point guard. He's a great facilitator, but you have to play the game in which the way he needs you to play it in order for him to be able to facilitate. So, like, you have to be able to stand in the corner or or, be, or just be ready to catch and shoot. Like, somebody like Jason Kidd, like, he's going he's gonna to feed the big man. He's going to – like, you don't have to change the way you hoop to run with him. You know what I mean? Like, LeBron – you know kind of what's coming. Not saying that it's ineffective or is, is something wrong with that. It's just different. Like, you know, it, I don't know. What's y'all thoughts? I'm, like, I mean, because, all right, that's a valid point. But when you look at somebody like Magic, imagine if he had a team that was slow. Yeah. Or what? Or and he couldn't athletic. get out and push. Yeah, he had to get out and he couldn't get out and push. So he had to slow down. And now we just limited the half court offense, which I'm not saying Magic was bad at that. I'm just his strength was getting out in transition. Same thing with Jason. Chris Paul without a, a big man that could pick and roll. So I mean, it's tomato tomatoes. No, Everybody wants a, a, you know, a, a, has a strength that they want the team to build around. Is this disrespectful? But if Jerry ask, West is on two lists, is this disrespectful? LeBron is going to be on two. Stock, Stockton without Carl Malone. That's my he, biggest thing with him. That was always my biggest issue with him. Because that's a hell of a partner to have for 20 years. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> like, fam. Wait, all I got to do is have have a pick set. Dump it? I, I, I know you're going to roll, so I'm going to hit you with the bounce pass. But All right, bet. And we played together for 20 years. I know where you want the ball at. I know it. By year five, I can do it with my eyes closed. Boom. Neither one of them missed games, either. When you think neither one of them missed games. They played 18 straight years together. That's nuts. Switch out, and this is another if, but you switch out Carl Malone and put him with, I don't know, Sean Kemp. You know, the funny thing is I was thinking the same thing. I was like, who is injury prone or just – Missed a lot of games, Sean, like Sean Kemp. Yeah. Sean Kemp, he's nice, but he misses games. So the you got you got Antoine Carr filling in. <laughs> nah, nah, it look a little different. Is John Stockton fifteen thousand assists and ten thousand up on the on the second man? I don't know. I don't know. So they got Chris Paul at five on this list. Where they had Stevie? Just curious. Steve not on here. Oh, it was the top five? I'm, no, it's top ten. Ooh, that's disrespectful. Yeah, no. John Stockton at six. Jason Kidd at seven. No, Steve Nash is on here. I'm sorry. Steve Nash at eight. Steve Nash at eight. Russell Westbrook at nine. I'm not mad at him in the top ten at all. You you have to have him in the top ten, and he might be a little higher depending on the you know the taste of the person doing the list. Yeah, you got Oscar here. You got him. You got him. You got him, baby Oscar here. Word. 
shit. He, yeah, he, he get a triple double Oscar. like it's he, nothing. Yeah, he, 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 he Oscar two point because he took it further. Oh yeah, no, three straight seasons. I take your one. Word. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it three straight years. He get that ring. Is he top five? Good question. Because you got three people. You got Russell. Two. Russell. If Russell win a ring, is he top five? If he win a ring, he'll, his whole resume is changed. I mean, stock has to come up out of it. I don't know if he. I don't know. I don't know if one ring going to put him in a top five MVP. We talk about John Stockton, the career leader in assists and steals. Where? Don't be talking about that. I don't know. It would be yeah. close, bro. Yeah. Yo, because Russell's stats, like, not his percent, like, not, like, his efficiency, but, like, just his running stats, points, rebounds, assists. <sighs> Two scoring ring, titles. Bro, MVP, like, yo, I mean, listen. <laughs> He'd definitely be <laughs> top six, top seven, and then we'd, we'd have to debate. we just have to have a new oh, yeah, debate shoots, at that he point. Sh- yeah, he shoots over Nash and Kid with a ring. Yeah, that's yeah right. man, that's tough. And they got Zeke at ten, which further proves they hate him. Who, 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 what, what company did this list? This was Bleacher Report. So this Zeke wasn't even ESPN. 10? This was Bleacher Report. Yeah, Zeke at, at 10? ten. At ten. I mean, good. Not gracious. two. Not two. Ten. Yeah, I don't know. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't know though. That's a little disrespectful. That's a lot of disrespectful. We got a little, we got a little, we got a couple more. We got a couple more minutes. I think pile, I think we can knock out power forward real quick without no uh without no real disagreements. All right, let's do it. Let's Tim Duncan. <laughs> no, that's not a disagreement. Why? You know I'm not. I don't. Nick ain't put number two. I don't even want to talk about. I don't. I don't care what Nick can look. LeBron and Tim Duncan. It's just they are who they are. All right, all right, all right. No order, then. no order. Yeah, yeah, we got that. Cool with you. This. That's cool with you, Nick. No order. I, I have to put Tim Duncan number one. I just don't want to admit it. Yeah, see, <laughs> I don't like see. Him. I hated Tim Duncan growing up. I hated him, but I look at him like Tom Brady to me. Dang, I can't say nothing about you, man. But I hate him. No, Tom, no, Tom Brady a cheater. Uh, I'm saying something about him. <laughs> he said, hold on, hold on. I can say something about Tom Brady. <laughs> I can find something. I'm going to find something to say. Uh, all right, no order. Timmy, Nasty Man, right. KG, Charles Barkley, and Dirt. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, uh, Yo, you want to know the funny thing? I Googled this just to see... Like uh, you know, just to just to give myself a list, I see LeBron's face on this list too. That's uh-huh. how powerful, yo! This this uh-huh. dude Brown could be in three categories for real, for real. Yeah, I ain't mad at. I would not. I'm I'm more point guard than power forward, but him and he kind of played the four in Miami. But listen, so. man, that was his. That was the best <laughs> version of Brown. As far as ordering them, though, where do y'all have Nasty Man, like, in the top five? Two. Uh, 
You probably would be mad two. at two. I wouldn't be mad at I think I'd have dirt maybe up there. Maybe. But man, you can't KG argue nasty man stats. KG at two? I'm not mad at KG at two. Give me KG at two. Give me Dirt was different. I would, I would, yeah, he was. I would take Duncan, KG, Dirt. Malone and then Barkley. Okay. Nasty man, then Barkley. My bad. <laughs> yeah, we don't call that man by his name. Nah, nah. He don't, he don't deserve to get called by his name. Goofy, man. <laughs> Nasty goof. Where's Nasty Draymond on goof. this list? Whoa. <laughs> you better, listen, you better Whoa. tell Draymond to back off Charles. I don't even like Charles like that, but I just feel that's disrespectful to come at a great with the stuff he comes with, averaging what he averages. I mean, it's kind of tough to come at a former MVP in general, like in any sport, ring or not. I'm a former MVP. I won MVP in the league that Mike played in, bro. Right. That's that's just stop it right there, like that. I mean, <laughs> put some respect on my name, bro. I was <laughs> short, fat. I used to fight people in the club. I used to drink and gamble, and I still was a top five at, at your position. Don't ever talk to me. Draymond's Matter still going, fact, back to, you, going back to Michigan State, beating people up in bars. Like, I don't, I don't hear nothing from Draymond. Draymond yeah, yeah, Draymond <laughs> wants to be Charles Barkley. Actually, if I it wasn't for Charles Barkley, they would be no Draymond. Got similar personalities. If Draymond scored better, they would be kind of the same player. Right. He can't score with Barkley. He could never. So this list is a little all right. To Key's point, this list got KG at number one. Okay. Yeah, you be mad at it. I mean, KG, we be over, mad at over, it. over Timmy. Over, and, over uh, Timmy. Here we go. Uh, me by the defense, Timmy. Here we go. Twilight's on. Over Timmy. <laughs> I can't do that, man. I cannot. I'm, I don't do it. I don't. But see, but see I, I I would never do that. But you see why I, I put KG at number two. If like that, he's. Yeah. yeah, no, no. KG, in Minnesota, KG KG was that guy. He he was that. Guy. Oh, for he was, sure. Oh, big facts. One of the top. In, in Boston, he was that. In guy. Boston, he played a role, but that role was like, like they don't win, they don't go to two finals without him doing what he did. Like he came to Boston and was like, you know what, I'm gonna be the defensive lieutenant. Like I'm about to get all yep. of y'all right, and and my passion, my leadership is gonna will us through. They had Paul for the Paul Pierce for the clutch baskets. You know Ray Allen for the threes, and you know what they had KG for, and they were, and they were one of the best defensive teams in that era. And he still gets. Man, if we could have seen them in their prime with Rondo, that would have been a dynasty. Oh, if Rondo, that team if was Rondo perfectly shot, constructed. They would have more championships. That's true. That that's like. true. That's true. But that that goes to just having them in their prime, so he wouldn't. That team was perfectly constructed. That was a that was a good team that Danny put and, together. Yo, y'all forget yeah, they right. had Rasheed Wallace too. Like yeah. they had Rasheed Wallace stretching uh, stretching the floor along with those nice uh, superstars. It was like goodness gracious, like they had the perfect. James match. Posey was decent. Like they yeah. had they had Tony Allen. <laughs> that team was perfectly constructed. They had, to- they had everybody young Tony Allen. Allen. Tony, young dog, young dog. He was one of my favorite players just off the I'm like, yo, that dude is different. Before but they got before, Timmy. Before the injuries, oh. Kendrick Perkins was what you needed on defense as well. As a as a backup big man, like 
That's exactly hey, who man. wanted on a championship squad. Bean said he was the best pick and roll defender. <laughs> he stick by that too. I ain't gonna be mad. Kobe giving me a compliment. I'm holding that close to my heart too. I ain't mad at you, Kendrick. <laughs> I am. Hey, but, they know. got. They got Kendrick. I mean Kendrick. They got Dirk at two. Yeah, Dirk won an MVP yeah. and a championship on his own. They got Barkley at. They got Barkley at three. Wait, so hold on. So where, where, where do where, where do they think they're gonna put Tim Duncan? I'm on thinking the they must consider him a center. They gotta oh. consider Tim Duncan a center. Yeah, they're tripping. That's funny. <laughs> I hope that's what it is, because if he's like nasty six, man, I'm like, if, all right, they geek Whoa, whoa, whoa oh, 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 I just scrolled up and seen a white jersey. Hold up, nasty man at four. Oh no, they got Bob Pettit at five. Dolph Shays at six. Kevin McHale at seven. Alvin Hayes at eight. Chris Webber at nine. Chris Webber got moved. And up. Dennis Robin at ten. Bleach Report must consider Tim Duncan a center. That's crazy. That's it. Yeah, I think he played half and half at each position, though. Wait a minute. Now I got to look up the top centers because this is ridiculous. If they don't have him on the set, somebody needs to get fired over there. Bleach report. <laughs> no, nah, seriously, because if mean, you, you don't have I him mean, on the list, how'd you skip him? No well, you know, yeah, you know, you know. What he he did centers last it's week. I don't remember him being on this list. And the thing is, he played like you say he played half his career at power forward, and then the other half at center. Like his later nah, half, he played nah, at center. Nah, brothers, he ain't on either list. Bleach report wow. tripping. Somebody saying Bleacher Report email right list. now. Yeah, somebody get Bleacher Report on the line. Yeah, I need some real sports heads. Like us. Come on, Because <laughs> whoever made y'all. Did you skip all? Did you miss it? Did, you, did they you just put sure? not put something on it? Because clearly he I'm going to go back. A, I'm telling list. you. I'm all right. I'm going to go back. <laughs> ain't no hey, way they left. I'm going to go back. Hey, bro. Come on now, dog. Come on, man. Like, bro, you going too far, dog. Bleach you tripping, report. Dog. You tripping, dog. Bleach report going too far, man. <laughs> Bleach report. Bleach a report. Bleach a report. Bleach a report. What's going on, yo? Did he touch did, did he touch one of y'all ladies at a party or something? Like in Wrangle? Why you ain't got Tim Duck? Alright, I'm number one, Kevin Garnett. Number two, Dirt. I did not miss him. He not on this list, yo. Not for Bleacher Report. Wow. Th- that's an error. Somebody called How did? But wait a minute. That's on purpose. They listed Dolph Shays. <laughs> who the hell is that? I'm, who did? <laughs> I've heard of Bob Pettit. Dolph Shays played for the. Who did he play? The Nats. Who are the Nats? The Nationals? Somebody, 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 Bleach Report. Timmy to rub somebody wrong at Bleach Report. He had yeah, to, yo. He had to. I'm, I'm, I'm rarely speechless. I'm speechless right now. What? I'm smiling on the Bleach inside, Report. but this is just. <laughs> like, you went. Yeah, my. My thinking is that they just said, well, 
Well, he clearly he's the greatest power forward. So let's just leave him off the list. That's that's let's go with that. That's how nice he is. We just gonna. St- but you started at yeah. one. This list didn't start at two. Nah, let's just Damn. not even that. Dang. Not even one. That's just that's just leave him off because he he, he don't. Yeah, that's yeah. Not somebody bad, messed that, up. To, to put the publish that and not put Tim Duncan on the list. That's bad. Though. Yo, this list was yo. This list was made a month before that noose was hung in Bubba Garage in Bubba's garage. It was September 2019. <laughs> It ain't no way to, to comment on that. Like, where's Tim Duncan? Something like that is. I'm about to write Bleacher Report. Yo, this list has been up a month prior to the news. How did this slide? Both. How did both of these things get past the cracks? This is egregious. I'm about to get into the Stephen A vocabulary bag. This is egregious. This is asinine. Yes. You put Dennis Robin at 10? This is sacrilegious. It is what it is. It is what it is. What's the guy named Dark Shades? What's his name? Dolph Shades. Dark, dark Shades. I've never heard of that dude dark, before. Why are you dark talking Shades. About Cartier Dolph Shades. Dolph Shades. Dolph Hayes. Did they got his years? What he played in the in the 50s dog i don't even know who it was it the washington nationals back then hold on so. Dolph shades Dolph shades no, it wasn't the washington nationals. Let's see. he played he played from 1948 to 1964. get out of here let's get this guy out of here he played for the syracuse nationals in the in the Sixers, hey, 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 Keys. He he's a Philadelphia 76er. Nah, he ain't no Philadelphia 76er. <laughs> he, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a get his. I'm looking at his 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 highlights now. He's a champion. He's a 12 time All Star. He's a six time All First NBA. Six time All Second Team. Nah, he's dead. He died in 2015 at the ripe age of 87. Is he one of us? Come on, with a name like Shays? <laughs> Playing in the Who 40s? Who knows what he was doing? Nah, I don't think they was letting us play in the 40s. They kept us in the, uh, in the, in the, with the Harlem Globe Trotters back then. Rebounding leader in 51. What? Better than Timmy? Yeah, Bleacher. This y'all need to hire some real ones. Y'all, y'all geeking. Like, man, let's go to a commercial break and close this. Wow. Wow. This ad is brought to you by Lavelle Body. Lavelle Body is an all-natural, handmade skin and hair care line for men, women, and children. So if your skin is dry, your hair is damaged, or your beard is having problems connecting, shop Lavelle Body today at LavelleBody.com or DM Lavelle Body LLC on Instagram. Again, that's LavelleBody.com or DM Lavelle Body LLC. Another one, fellas. Like the 
thank Courtney Smith for giving our time today. Appreciate that. Uh, as always, you can catch up with all previous 19. We are on all streaming platforms. We'll be back on Monday. Be safe. Stay blessed. No, no.